Welcome into the Sport Codex Show, episode 137. We are finally back with a podcast, so Aiden and Twain are here to discuss the NBA as per normal. How's things going, lads? Good, bro. Been a, been a while, eh? Fire up. It's definitely been our off-season, eh, for the podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, well, straight up. Yeah, Aiden, how are you, man? Yeah, good. It's been a long month of either being sick or working, or being sick while working, but good to good to sit down and have a catch up yeah it's been like that eh? but i think just in general across the country eh, it's been a it's been a rough old year for quite a few people so mm. yeah the podcast has got a little bit like that just things coming up that has delayed us but we're here and lucky it's in the off season so hasn't been too much to talk about up until recently well we did talk about the dame stuff last time and now it's now it's the hard and stuff but we won't get into that twain until we get to your team bro <laughs> uh, who's that bro <laughs> <laughs> oh the guy that you know he's the chinese guy uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the, 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 the guy that shanghai dances. dragons or whatever they're called shanghai tigers or sharks or whatever <laughs> yes could be playing for them he's expressed his interest he's put in the trade demand <laughs> is that possible Trade into the Shanghai Sharks? Yeah, no, like just like hypothetically, could could happen. Like if they rang up um, Shanghai and go, "Hey, we've got James Harden. Can you give us, you know, blah blah blah?" Or does is it because they're in a whole different league that it's not feasible? I don't know, man. No, I don't think it's ever <laughs> happened. I just had it like just had a random um, thought in my head. I was like, wouldn't that be funny? If they, That'd like, be fucking hilarious. Like like, a, like a t- they just traded them to like a whole ass different. He gets, <laughs> gets traded for like a aging Wang Juju. Yeah, fucking yeah. What, what's that guy's name? Jimmy Fredette or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think he had like seventy in a Chinese league game. I think Jimmy Fredette. Maybe they got like a next upcoming superstar. Oh, right. Chinese one. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah, I, I yeah wouldn't have a clue how that would work. But um, I do know as part of the contract is that if he decides to sit out rather than putting on a Philly Uni, he can't, like, he cannot play for another team. And even in mm. another country, like, that goes against his contract. So, mm. interesting times. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so tonight we will be going over all the teams and be putting them all together into our own off-season power rankings. We have each ranked teams 1 through to 30, and then we'll put it on consensus, and we'll just start from number 30 on our consensus and go through and see where yeah where we pick them and how each team is shaping up, what we sort of think about them. So, yeah, and, and bear in mind this is an off-season one too, so there's still moves to come before the start of the season. And... Um, I sort of had in my mind how to do this ranking was like, what is this team like and what's the direction? Like you got to, rather than just looking at the team on paper, you got to take in all those other factors. So that's how I sort of looked at it. Do you guys sort of view our power rankings the same thing? Yeah. Look at it more on on paper. What's the potential? Um, A little bit, a little bit of both. Like I took, I took, um, a bit of last season's performance into account, off-season moves, potential. Um, so, yeah, I, I sort of took up everything. And then, you know, gut feeling. Coaching changes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 
Yeah. Well, we might as well kick her off. We'll start with number 30. And that has gone to the Washington Wizards. Two of us picking them last, which is me and Aiden, but Twain ranked them a bit higher at 26, but they do come in last overall. Twain, I'll start with you then, man, having them 26 rather than me and Aiden having them last. Um, Any reasoning to have them above some of the other lower teams? Um, Just because I think, you know, they brought in a few guys that, you know, they've still got a few guys that are like NBA they could they did you know decent in the in the scheme of things like NBA veteran types like they've got um you know a few guys that can help the young guys develop and whatnot. So I don't think they're gonna be like don't get me wrong, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs or anything, but you know, they still got a fair number of people that can help them get them to a you know, a few wins here and there. But obviously, um, you know, they've had to change their systems now that Bradley Beal's gone. Um but yeah, just with their new systems and stuff. I just I just think they'll a couple more games and like I definitely think they're gonna win a bit more than like unfortunately like your guys team. <laughs> like like your team in Houston. Like they maybe not too much more than I feel like they've got a few guys on their squad that like Kuzma like, and Yeah, just like guys, Yeah, they and who knows like down the down the line they might, you know, get traded or, you know, whatever the case may be. But like at at the start of the season, you know, they've still got, you know, guys that can you know, give them a bit of a, you know, give them a few wins here and there. Yeah, I, I get that. Like, especially yeah. a guy like Kuzma, he's sort of proven his worth in the league now compared to a few yeah. years ago where he was just overhyped by yeah. Lakers fans. But I think he's a well-proven player and he got that contract in the off-season. For me, just ranking them 30th, I think they're just, they're the tanking team to me. And I think yeah. even though they've got those guys on paper, they'll find ways not to play a Kuzma, not to yeah. play a you know, like uh, Tyus Jones. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that tank, this is their tank job. <laughs> Jordan Poole will probably mm-hmm. help them by, you know, I think he's sort of maybe even getting underrated because he's just got given a lot of shit here, Poole. Mm-hmm. But he is who he is, man. He, he's he's not afraid to put him up. So I think... <laughs> like, I'm looking at their team, like, you know, they're, you know, projected you know, starting five and there. It's a really good, you know, defensive team. Like, you know, they've got Dallin Wright, who I thought, you know, probably could have, you know, pushed for a all NBA defensive spot. Um, Tyus Jones, like I've always liked him. Um, Daniel Gafford, I've always been, you know, a big fan of, you know, and they've got like Mike Muscala coming off their bench, Landry Shamit. You know, they've do got some guys that can help them win games here and there. But like you said, you know, come trade deadline, half of those guys are probably going to be on contending teams. Um, but at the start of the season, you know, a couple of wins here and there, they can, especially if they're going to be playing, you know, a more defensive structure, which I've seen a lot of articles saying that that's sort of the focus if you're trying to get their defense up to snuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think that can happen. I, I just, mm. I sort of look at the depth, though, too, like in the mm. big man rotation, like it's yeah, really gaffered, and then, and then it's getting very, very shaky after that, or, you know, like it doesn't take long, and then... Yeah, I, I just see a big tank job coming for them. Like, yeah. the other yeah. sort of lower teams are sort of there now, like Houston signing Van Vliet and Brooks. So they're, like, they're obvious, like, we need to start winning games. Cade's back for the Pistons, for example. So I think we're, those sort of teams are going to start trying to push for more wins in Washington. I think they'd be foolish to try and jump in there again with them. Like, 
they've traded away Bill now. The whole direction changes. Let's fucking let's tank it. Yeah, Aiden. Yeah, I think um, well, a big thing I took into consideration. I think Wes Unsell Junior is probably the worst coach in the league currently. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, just not not a fan of anything he's done with the team since he's been aboard. Um, also Kuzma. I, I expect his efficiency to go down a bit. He's gone from the third option with Beal and Porzingis ahead of him to the now the like the top option. So defenses will focus more on him. Um, I, I agree that Paul has has become a little bit underrated. Um, you know, he's he's not a bad player, and when he didn't play, like when Steph Curry set out, his numbers were actually really good. I think he might just be a guy that can't come off the bench he's got to sort of start to be effective um but you know they 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 reached for Koulibaly um I think they're going to play him a lot up. of minutes yeah he's very very raw um uh, so I think there's going to be a lot of uh like growing pains with him um you know they've got they've got young by guys like Denny and Corey Kispert and like yeah Jordan Poole who um you know they're all going to get a lot of minutes so I I think there's potential there, but I just think it, bad coaching along with the growing pains. I think they they finish last. Okay, cool. All right, twenty nine. We have San Antonio Spurs, Wimby's team. So it's all about Wimby. We were pretty. Aiden, you had them in twenty ninth. I had them in twenty eighth. Twain, you had them in twenty seventh. So pretty consensus between all three of us. Um. Yeah, Aiden, what do you see did, with the Spurs? Just a total develop, <clears throat> developmental year for them? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think the, the Popovich extension is actually really... Mm. Um, New highest paid you know, coach in the league. Yeah, he obviously wants to help these kids grow. Um, I, I I think they've got quite, again, quite a lot of potential. Um, guys like Vassell, if he can stay healthy, he could be very good. Uh, Calvin Johnson, he sort of is what he is, but he's a very good scorer. Um, I like Malachi Branham, what I've seen from him in, in short spurts. So Chan's another guy I like. Um, and the thing with Wemby, I think people are expecting him to come in and just dominate straight away. I don't see that happening. Um, I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be the rookie of the year. But like defenses are going to focus on him, and, and big men are going to make a point to try and shut him down because of all the hype. People saying he's the biggest prospect ever like bigger than lebron bigger than jordan bigger than you know everyone else so like big men like guys like Embiid, you know they're going to try and you know like make a point of like you know dominating him yeah so i think he's going to have some rough games um yeah but again the, the, the again i think these guys have probably um a couple of better veterans than um than washington like doug mcdermott they just got campaign, Reggie Bullock, Devontae Graham. Like they got some I don't know how many of them are gonna actually play, but yeah, yeah I, I, I like, like they yeah. do guys. Kim yeah, Birch so. and his team too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I like I like the Spurs. Just a just a little bit more. Um yeah, but I think Wemby is gonna have a, a few monster games. I just I think defenses and well specifically big men a lot of big men take pride in how they defend so they're going to like really take it personally sort of like what pat bev did to lonzo in his first game yeah. i can definitely see some big men doing that to Wemby. 
because he's still light hey? like oh, he's still got a lighter yeah 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 209 pounds this is his listed weight seven four <laughs> do you reckon you do you reckon he ends up starting as a center or does he move to power forward i think they start him at power forward i think they put yeah. a big man alongside him to start with for sure like, like zach, zach collins, collins probably yeah that's my thought yeah you got to take a little bit of pressure off him, like mm. as you say, like mm. I mean, Jokic and Embiid, and yeah. even like yeah, Stephen Adams, like all these big guys, you know, Jonas Valanciunas, they're gonna they're gonna be testing them. Yeah. So, so you take a bit of pressure off him and get another big in there to mm. help with those real dominant type big guys. They've also got a guy, Serge Abari Rice, is their two way player. Yeah, Love great him. name. Great name. Awesome name. Sir <laughs> Jabari Rice. Um, I think the one thing, if you're starting him at power forward, like it, it makes sense, but then like Sochan's got to come off the bench. Um, yeah. I kind of like Sochan as a starter personally, but yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, well, th- they I, could, it might they be could start specific as well. They could, yeah, they could start Sochan, Collins, and Wemby. Start yeah, Wemby at I the mean, three. Wemby's, Wemby, Wemby's flexible enough to, to do that, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't mind the idea of of taking the pressure off Wim. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think Sochan comes off the bench, but you could mm. you could possibly start them. You got options, mm. but yeah, total development to you for me. Those those vets will, I think, Pop will play them, but not to get in the way of yeah. like developing so and even Keldon Johnson for Sal. Like you you want all of those dudes to get minutes. So yeah. Yeah. But they'll be they'll be looking to improve. Um next on the list, twenty eighth is my Pistons. No, <laughs> not the, so we're not picking them to be the worst team in the league, even though they were last year. Mainly due to the fact Cade was out. Yeah, no Cade. Very young team. Um Twain you had them last uh, Aiden, you had them 28, so we were having them. I had them a little bit higher. I had them up in 23rd. <laughs> mm. um, so I might as well start on that um, since I was the sort of odd one out. Biased, obviously, um, with my Pistons, but I just think we're, we're heading in the right direction. Like big, big, big praise from a lot of people on Cade and Jalen Duran in the, in the US Select squad. Um, a lot of and Duran was the youngest player in the NBA last year, and he's getting big praise. Like outplayed um, Walker Kessler in the in that um, training squad practices before these uh, World Cup um, friendlies. So I just like the finally. I think we've got a lot of pieces there, and I think we're going to make a trade or two leading into the season and then we've got like solid backups now like monte morris very very good backup point guard um we've got depth even you know having joe harris alec burks bogdanovich so we've got these vets in there that can help these young guys step it up and obviously monty williams is coach because Dwayne casey he <laughs> i like Dwayne casey but man he had some questionable rotations eh? and questionable <laughs> very questionable plays like we had no shooting like a lot of times we just had no shooting on, on our teams and like if you look at the some of the advanced analytics of how well we still created shots 
was actually pretty good. So having Cade back, man, like that's going to open up so much. Right? So I just think we're we're looking to win games now. Like now's the time Monty's in there. He's going to put his imprint on this team. There's no bullshit now. It's play. If you and if you don't perform, you're not getting minutes at the. Mm. The tanking time's over, and now it's time to win. So I think we start pushing up the ladder, even though most of the other teams have improved in front of us. I just think I think we're going to go a little bit better than most have sort of projected us. So, yeah, that's why I have them a little bit above. Yeah, um, Twain, any reasoning to have them sort of last? I know they're still uh, very young. Just, like, I just don't know what the identity is like like I was looking like you said last year watching here and there like defensively they were atrocious like like it was just yeah. like especially around the rim like they couldn't stop anything down in the middle in the restricted area um and I don't know if that's just on you know the young guys you know still learning the intricacies of playing defense or whatnot but it just felt like every other game they were given up 120 130 like it wasn't you know, they just don't have an identity. Like just maybe it's just me from having a bit of stink from last season left over as well with that ranking. Um, but yeah, just I don't know what. In looking at the roster this year, I'm trying to find who's like your culture setters. Like I guess Isaiah Stewart would probably be one, but you know he's a bit young to be sort of like they don't have like the Pat Bev type veteran. Yeah. You know, just to just to lead, like to give them that. You know, give those young guys that. You know, that oomph that they need, especially on the defensive side, that's sort of where I'm just a bit worried about them. Is Like, once Cade's back, like, I, I guess, you know, points will come a bit easier. But it's just on the defensive side, I'm just like, you know, who's going to be their, who's going to be their glue guy and try and, you know, change the culture around that, the, the constant losing that's been going on the last few years. Yeah, for sure. I definitely get that. I think Duran having that season under his belt too, like, if he can... Because he's a very good communicator on defense, which I really liked, but he's still made mistakes. But, you know, he's been the youngest dude in the NBA and starting at center mm. must be pretty tough. So, but I yeah. think um, I think he's going to improve defensively. And now if he does, he sort of can protect the rim a bit more. I think that sort of flows on out to the rest of the team. And having yeah. Cade out, like, <laughs> we're fucking playing Corey Joseph and shit, man. It's just like, oh. The de- on the defensive end is to- and Bogdanovich sort of gave up a bit before he mm. sat out so um, yeah like having Mon- Monte Morris bit, is good and just me being a bit probably a, a bit um, like I said having that stink left over from um, last year probably so you can improve going forward yeah well and they've got to work things out under Monte too total different mm. system so yeah yeah they did I mean they were the last they had the worst record last year so I can't blame you, bro, for that. Um, um, and he's had experience building, like rebuilding rosters that were dog shit. You know, like Phoenix weren't doing that much great when he first started getting the job until that bubble season, and then you know, next thing you know, they're winning, you know, sixty, yeah. 60 games every year. So trade for Chris, Chris Paul yeah, and Brown. Yeah, um, you know that probably could be, you know, something that he he knows about. So yeah. Yeah, it was sort of in a very pretty similar situation. You just yeah. sort of instead of Booker, you got Cade. So yeah, yeah, pretty similar. Yeah. And yeah, we don't have Aiton, which is a fucking major bonus because Aiton sucks, if you ask me. <laughs> um, right, 
27th, let's get on. Portland Trailblazers. Now, where did we have them? Um, Aiden, you had them in... Fuck, you're fucking all these, Aiden. You had, <laughs> them in, you had them in 27th. I had them in 24th. And Twain, you had them in 25th. So, um, Aiden, I'll start with you, man. What You're a little bit lower than me and Twain. Trailblazers, obviously. Um, what's happening um, with Dame? I'm kind of picking that they trade Dame. That's sort of the prediction I have. Go That's young. why I have them so low. Yeah, go young. Uh, I don't rate Chauncey Billups as a coach. Um, that's pretty much what it boils down to. They're gonna they're gonna be playing a really young squad, and and I don't like their coach. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Ah, fair. Twain Trailblazers thoughts. Yeah, just same sort of you know, just as Aiden does. Just that. They're not going to be a very good young team. Um, I was just reading here. They're the, um, they are the, the fourth team in the last 27 years since people have been collecting data that ranks in the bottom five defensively for four straight seasons. So that's the problem, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, defense sucks. And score all these points, but then, you know, can't stop a nosebleed, you know, sort of thing. So, um, yeah, that's going to be where if they're going to even make a little jump, you know, have to be better defensively. But yeah, like you guys said, they have to, they have to come a point where they have to move Lillard at some point. They can't keep both him and Scoot down. Like, I guess you could, but then like I feel like the hindering Scoot's development as mm-hmm. well, you know, if you keep him there, uh, just move him, get it, get it over and done with, get, him, get a nice little package back for you guys so you can build on the future and let Scoot just do his thing. Yeah, ultimately that's what needs to happen. Mm. I mean, why I have them a little, little bit hot on twenty fourth, I suppose. It's if they, I mean, they, I think they start the season with Dame. Mm. I don't think anything sort of mm. gets done now that the, the league's sort of coming and said a mm. no no to the agent. So I think they start with Dame and just Dame being the professional that he is. Um, well, he has been over the you know last decade. He's mm. just he's going to turn up and work and play. So I think he might play and then he gets traded, a deal finally gets done. And, you know, and they've got enough talent around there to they'll win some games if Dame's on the court, you know, with Jeremy Grant signing up and um, Simons. And, yeah, you know, they've still got a good enough squad. So I think they should start the season and then that might change soon as Dame gets mm. traded. What um yeah. Between both of you, like, where would you like to see... Is it my is it Miami for both of you, or is there somewhere else where you both feel like, man, that would be cool to see him there? I sort of do like the Nets, though, with the Nets with Macau Bridges and that. No, I think that the would timeline be doesn't fit. The timeline doesn't doesn't it? The timeline doesn't fit with him there, right? Yeah, like, you, of... yeah, you need another piece, eh? Like mm. another piece mm. to go alongside. I think Bridges is there. Bridges mm. is ready to roll. Like he's in this US squad. He's he's shown enough that he can. I mean, he's played in the finals as well, so he's mm. he's and he hasn't missed a game in his whole career. Like he's he's quite experienced with how young he is. Mm. Um, so he, I reckon that would be pretty fun. But to be honest, like if if we want Dame to win a ring, that's it, probably Miami, man. Him, mm. Jimmy, Bam, pieces around them, like that's that's a cool squad. So mm. I do like that fit. Yeah, I mean, if if you really like you could say like the Clippers or something, but nah, I don't. I, I like Miami. 
Mm. Like him and Jimmy, that's a cool combo, man. Yeah. You know, they bring the skill sets that they sort of make up where the, the, the other player has not weaknesses as such, but, you know, that they're very strong in the, in the areas where the other guy isn't. So, like, you know, mm. Dave's outside shooting where Jimmy's probably his weaker um, skill set and vice versa, you know. Then Jimmy's defense and, you know, he can really bang it inside if he needs to as a, as a smaller guy. So, yeah, it's a pretty cool combo. And then, bam, too. So, yeah. My my one would have, like, obviously it can't happen because they've already got a point guard but for some reason for many years like I just envisioned him wearing a Knicks uniform like mm. just him him and MSG you know wearing the zero and just dropping you know you know freeze like, I don't know that, don't ask me how there's always been a thing I've had for years is like him in Madison Square Garden like on a big stage like that and him just going off like I always thought that he'd be a pretty decent Knicks you know after his time with the Blazers is finished but Obviously, can't do that because Brunson's there, whatnot. Yeah, he'd be one of those dudes that the Knicks fans would just love, eh? Straight they away. Would love, yeah, straight straight from the jump. As soon as he got there, yeah. he would be straight into it. Knicks would be all over him. Yeah, I like that one. Like, you can't um, really see him in a Boston uniform. <clears throat> nah. I, I think it's interesting. If Golden State had been a bit more patient, they could have had Dame instead of Chris Paul. They had the young pieces to get Dame in a trade. It's too weird to me. Like, if there's, uh, if, if you had to go a similar player to Steph, like the closest dude you can come across is, is Dame. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think just him being from Oakland, um, I think it would have been... It kind of would have made me sort of root for the, the Warriors a little bit. True. Man. Root for the Warriors. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. Like, like, let's not go overboard. I wouldn't have hated them. <laughs> Is it being a defender and like chasing both of them off for the whole game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, stuff there. Like imagine, <laughs> like Steph, yeah. Steph Curry's enough, and imagine you got Dame there as well. Like you got Draymond setting illegal screens for everyone. Man, we've already had the unfair warriors. We don't need the unfair warriors. It's fucking like um, man. <laughs> well, there was there was a suggestion, or just as the season ended, or maybe during the playoffs that. A lot of people laughed at, but I'm thinking about it now, and I kind of don't hate it. Uh, Dame for a deal around Cat. Yeah, um, Bill Simmons and Ryan yeah. Rosillo here. Yeah, I remember yeah. hearing that. I was, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm intrigued by that. It's, it's, I think, it, yeah. I think Cat's a fucking clown, eh? Like, yeah, yeah he <laughs> is. Agreed. His, um, we were talking about the Paul George podcast. His interview with the Paul with Paul George is like the worst one I've done. He mm. dude was just fucking capping the whole time. Like saying he's gonna be remembered as a revolutionary yeah, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And he was he was talking about the the Jimmy Butler's practice story, and yeah. he was like saying, "Oh yeah, it was real close. I was doing my thing, uh, you know." Like, and I think they hit a last second shot to beat us. And one of the guys they had was a starter, but I don't remember who. And Jeff Teague told told a similar story, and he's like, "Nah, Jimmy's team blew them out." Like. 20 to 6 or something like that <laughs> you know we we're speaking about podcasts before we jumped on you want to talk about best podcast jeff teague's podcast is the fucking most hilarious podcast you can ever listen to it like that shit is just he's just so funny the way he describes like his stories like yeah just yeah if you know yeah random thought but like fuck some <laughs> of those stories he tells you is like 
that Minnesota story, yeah, I was like crying when I first heard him tell his side of it. Well, it's and good because he was pretty boring on the court, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like he's hilarious. Like they were talking about some game that they were playing Denver, and Jimmy threw him the ball, and then he like didn't want the pressure of the last minute shot, so he threw it back to Jimmy. <laughs> he's like, I don't <laughs> want this. <laughs> this is this is why you're getting the max, not me. <laughs> the opposite of Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. <laughs> Hot potato. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The Dame thing. Eh? Nah. Well, uh, yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't be a fan to be honest. I think I wouldn't like them. I do like the Oakland thing if that happened mm. with Dame. But yeah, and I I like the Minnesota thing too. I reckon that'd be pretty cool. Mm. The other one for fit, and you know, I know we all wouldn't like this, but the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't. Know. I don't. Yeah. I didn't want to bring them up. But how do you make a trade work? How do you make the money work? AD yeah, has to yeah. be involved. Yeah. If if he got bought out, you know, which wouldn't happen. But like, if we're if we're really playing devil's advocate here, and he got bought out, and the Lakers signed him, that fits crazy. Yeah. But nah, nah. But it's, let's it's not, not see that. Let's yeah. not see that. <laughs> Right, let's move on. 26, we have the Houston Rockets. So they move up slightly. Um, I had them in 27th. Twain, you had them in 28th. And Aiden had them in 21st. So Aiden, let's go to you, man. Rockets, jumping up the rankings here. Yeah. Um, I know it's still in Brooks. Yeah, that's what it is. It's still in Brooks. Um, no, I just I think it's a team that have a ridiculous amount of talent, but there was no structure. So, so they they it, brought it in Emu Doka, who you know uh, off off the court um, <laughs> activities, you know, and Houston, uh, not, notwithstanding, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, you know, he's he's a guy who he's one of the like most disciplinarian coaches in the league, if not the most. So he's going to pull these guys in line. Um, the ones that don't get in line probably won't play. Uh, like So what you're going to get is a bunch of guys that will play hard, or if they don't play hard, they don't play at all. Um, you bring in Van Vliet. Like the contract, yeah, it was an overpay, but they had to spend money. Um, I think we talked about this the last time we did a pod, Carl. Uh, you know, he's, he's a guy who had to fight for everything. He was undrafted. undrafted. He's undersized. Yeah. Um, you know, and so if you get all these guys that are all acting entitled and shit, and you got like someone like Van Vliet there, like he's going to help pull them into line as well. Um, the Dylan Brooks signing doesn't make much sense to me. I don't, I don't know why they gave him twenty mil a year, like for four years. Yeah, four years. Like I, I, that one doesn't make sense. But again, Udoka might actually say, "Hey, Dylan, don't take dumb fucking shots." You know, mm. for whatever whatever reason. Um, uh, oh, I'm blanking on the Memphis coach, Taylor Jenkins. Um, you know, just let him do whatever. And Udoka's not going to let him do that. I think, like, <laughs> I heard somewhere over this offseason is, it might have been Chris Vernon, because he's a Memphis man, mm. and he's talking like everybody told him, like, not to take that amount of shots. Like, Jenkins was, like, adamant, like, no, yeah. you're the fourth option on thing, and Dylan yeah. Brooks just didn't give a fuck. So that's ultimately why they, nah, you just yeah. see you later. Oh, so if he, he case just there, might not play then. He might take more shots than like Jalen Green and shit, and you're going to be like, and Doku might just punch him out. It might like literally just knock him out. Yeah. 
yeah, why so. I don't I, I fully agree with that like the talents there I just mm. think like in those two signings too Brooks and Van Vliet were the most in, inefficient shooters last season that's like, yeah that's the, the one thing that most, could... it was like Killian yeah. Hayes and those two dudes were like the worst three in the league um yeah to me it's almost like a case of too much talent yeah yeah I, I, I do about, that, I, but, I don't want to say yeah. that but you know, know like you've got to find minutes for like Eason and you got Jabari yeah. Smith Jr. And like bringing Brooks and Van Vliet, I think like a, yeah, the Brooks thing sort of fucks it up. It's like you, yeah. now you have yeah, to find does. minutes for this dude because you're giving him 20 mil yeah. a year. Fuck off. I, and, I think that I think the front court is okay for minutes. It's the back court where, like you guys just mentioned, where every, yeah, um, Jalen Green, you know, Van Vliet, obviously they're in the mix now. Um, Kevin Porter Jr., Amin Thompson. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of minutes to go around, and there's only 48 in the game, so, like, someone's going to obviously miss out. So, like you guys mentioned, there's going to be a time, I think, you know, as the season goes on, you know, that do they start looking at, you know, trying to move on from a KPJ or, you know, Jalen Green or someone of that nature just to, you know, free up some minutes with some of the other guys. Yeah, I don't think it was Jalen Green. I think KPJ. Yeah, I could see KPJ going. Mm. I, I I still think he uh, probably doesn't get as much credit as he deserves. Um, mm. I agree. He was a bit of a he was a bit of a scapegoat last season, um, but like his numbers last season, nineteen points, uh, five boards, nearly six assists, one and a half steals, uh, while shooting forty four percent from the field, thirty six point six percent from three. Like he's good. He was good. Pretty man. pretty inefficient. Uh, pretty yeah. efficient. Um, yeah, so I, I think he's a bit of a scapegoat, but at the same time, he would be the easiest one to move who would get some value in return. So, yeah, I, I think he would be the guy as well. Yeah, and you could, you know, just a team that's sort of on the on the cusp or, you know, a team that's on the, you know, the bottom end of the, yeah. Need of the some, track, you know. Yeah, it yeah. just needs, you know, some scoring. or a bit you know, of scoring, to, yeah. Yeah, you could, you know, fill that combo guard role quite easily for, mm. you know, one of those teams. And then if it's a team that's, you know, a playoff team or whatever, he can, you know, be a valuable contributor off the yeah. bench or something. Maybe thing is image. Although, like, yeah, it's funny. He's still got this image of, you know, like a troublemaker when he hasn't been in trouble for, you know, since he first got to Houston. Threw some mm. soup, wasn't it? <laughs> Did he throw some soup? Was it J.R. Smith? Well, that was J.R. Smith, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it was J.R. Yeah. Smith. Kevin, Kevin Porter Jr. <laughs> just gapped it at, at halftime in one That's of his right. first games at the Rockets. He just went home. Yeah jump in the car but then like ever since then he's been like pretty solid from from what i hear oh i think he swore at someone in the cab at back of the cabs that's what it was like he went off at someone yeah he cussed someone out and that's train, why, yeah, that's training yeah, manager that's, that's why they got rid of him yeah it'd be funny yeah, if um you know he just left that you know they put him into the office and like had to apply for like eight and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> like randomly, he had to you know he had to, he was like no no I got a day in Lou that's why I left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take him on day in Lou man. Yeah, take him on day in Lou man. <laughs> um yeah, Rock is gonna be interesting to watch man. Real lot of young talent and, and Doka. Yeah. Let's see Definitely. what he does for this team. They're a league pass team for me. I want to see him like. Just fucking get someone straight off the court, like because uh, being ball hogs or something. Dylan Brooks, I want to see Dylan Brooks get pulled with get in a fight minutes. with a Doka. <laughs> well, I hope he's got enough self awareness to tell himself to, to you know get out of bad situations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe don't go after staff members' wives. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like Kyle said earlier, Easton's not exactly the best place for someone that's got a wandering eye. Yeah, he gonna he gonna be it. <laughs> well, that's the thing though. He can, instead of going for for play, uh, staff wives, he can just go to the strip club. Yeah, just ring up Harden. You don't yeah, know them all. yeah, Blue Will. Yeah, get them lemon pepper, uh, lemon yeah. pepper wings. Good, good place to eat. Imagine it, like you just, you know, finish the game. You know, you know what, boys? You know, a bunch of twenty-year-olds. Uh, let's go to the strip club, and your fucking coach is there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bet, bet you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the coach beat you there. Check out, it's done, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on before we stray too far off the track. Um, twenty-fifth, we have the Utah Jazz. All pretty consensus here. Aiden, you had them 26th, or I had them 25th. Twain, you had them a little bit higher in 22nd. So, yeah, Twain, um, let's start with you on the Jazz. What are your sort of thoughts around them this year? Um, I've always liked John Collins. Mm. Got him for free. Yeah. Um, and I just think, you know, they're a team sort of, you know, they they remind me of a, you know, it's just like how the Jazz have always been, right? Like, they're just pretty, you know, don't really have a, a star sort of player, but they've just got a lot of guys that, around them that can make things happen. Um, I do like I do like the combo of him and Laurie together. Um, Walker Kessler, you know, you know, coming on in the second year, he was pretty, pretty decent, you know, last year and whatnot. It's just the guard situation, I think, is a bit of a bit of an issue. Um, they don't really have any depth in the in the backcourt, um, even though that, you know, Taylor Holden Tucker did, you know, put up some good numbers after the All-Star break. I think it was like 18, 5 and 6 or something after the All-Star break. But yeah, again, Jordan Clarkson, yeah, Colin Sexton there. But yeah, just the, the front court's going to be their strength, right? Like they're going to, they've got a really, really imposing front court. It's just, the, you know, their, their backcourt's going to be an issue. But I do like what they, what they did. Like I was quite surprised that they actually, 37 games, I wouldn't have guessed that they won that many. It would have been like in the low 30s, maybe 20s, mm. if I had to have a guess. But yeah, they did really, really well last year. I Interesting. It sort of seems yeah. like, even though I ranked them lower, it seems yeah. like I'm a little bit higher on their squad than you. But um, No, I, I'm high on their squad. It's just that, you know, they, they've just, just got a lot of guys that, you know, got a lot of depth. Uh, like even I'm looking at it now, like the offensive rating last year was ninth. Like you wouldn't think that. Mm. So that's that's pretty that's pretty good for a team that you know didn't make the playoffs. Um, yeah, and I think um, Aiden really liked Will Hardy's coaching yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, like, he's a re- yeah. that's a part of the reason he's a phenomenal coach. Man. Every really player, on, yeah. every player on that team averaged a career high in assists, I believe. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. Jordan Clarkson averaged nearly five assists. It's insane. Fucking, that's insane <laughs> for him. Um, and then I've, I like Taylor Hensley and their first round pick. Yeah, I like their one too. Yeah, and Keontae George as well. Um, the some one of those guys will, will probably try and crack the rotation. I'm looking for sure. But yeah, like I'm I'm just looking at their front court depth. It's pretty crazy. Like Laurie, Hisler, John Collins now. You know Hendricks as a first round pick. Um, they've got Kelly Olynyk. You know they've got a really really you know decent front court rotation. It's just a um, even yeah. even um like Yurt Seven has got potential. Yeah, Luke Lucas Samanich, uh, yeah, he's another one like that too. He's got a bit of potential. Um, but yeah, just it's just a shame if they didn't have someone like a 
you know, like a, like a traditional type point guard, you know, that could mm. steer them around on that, that would be, you know, that'd even be better. But like, no, I do like their squad. It's very, very um, deep and consistent. Just hoping one of those guys has to step up if they're going to make a push into the, to the play-in. Yeah, to me, to me, I just think there's a little bit of regression in the squad. I think people sort of are going to go up against them this year and playing them knowing that they're in for a fight. Whereas last mm-hmm. year, I think they... Took them a bit lightly. Yeah, took them lightly, expecting them to tank a bit. And people sort of go, okay, this Will Hardy guy is pretty good. Um, I think they play the young guys more this season um, mm. compared to last year. They were, you know, the heavy minutes on uh, Linux and Conley was there at the start of the year. Um, so I think... Like Will Hardy sort of played his best team most of last mm. year, whereas I think this year they were like, well, we don't actually need to try and push here. We can just keep on developing, but play Agbaji and play Kessler more and see if they, you know, Taylor and Horton Tucker had their good little run to the end of the year, maybe see what he can do, chuck Sexton mm. in there. So I, I think there's a little bit of regression from them. Um, but I do like I do like the squad, and I think, you know, they're heading in the right direction. And once again, Danny Ainge, you know, making good luck. Hendricks and George, I think, at their positions in the draft were two really good picks for me. Um, I really like that. I'm high on Agbaji too. I, I think he can be very, a very good two-way player. And, yeah, picking up Collins for free. Like, they're doing all the right things in them. And they've got a good young coach. They've got a good young team. Um, but I think people are going to sort of know what they're up for this year. Mm. So... <clears throat> Even though I'm high on them, I don't have them as high. Yeah. Mm. Um, right. Next on the list. Now, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting one. Next on the list, 24th, we have the Charlotte Hornets. Boom. <laughs> Me and Twain both had them in the same spot. Aiden, can you yeah. guess what that way, spot is? Way too fucking low, that's where. <laughs> <You're definitely laughs> right we both had them 29th. You That's had fucking them insane. Fourteen. <laughs> you guys are insane. Okay, why are we insane? Why are yeah, we you, insane? Tell us, Ruth. Tell us how you do. Two seasons ago, this team was above five hundred. Last Two season, they lost a twenty point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hear me out. Last season, they lost a twenty point scorer because he was a fuckhead. They had Lamelo Ball for what thirty games, if that. Um, yeah, like maybe maybe twenty five games, something like that. Um, they had the best transition defense in the NBA all season. They had the best or second best defense, entire defense in the entire league from the all-star break. Like, yeah, I think people saw their record last year and go, yeah, this team's shit. And it's just not the case. Like the injuries we had last year and, you know, suspensions or whatever. Um, we're coming back to a team that was above 500 like, and then people look at them and go, oh, they were the 10th seed. But they were the 10th seed because the East, there was a really irregularly good year for the Eastern Conference. Didn't they win uh, like 44, 45 games? That yeah, year? Or exactly. Like year? It was like yeah. quite high. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, they, and they were the 10th seed. Like, I think they were only like a game or two out from the 5th seed or something like that. Mm. It was mm. like, like a really crazy season. So, like... I mean, I'm probably overrating them a bit. My hot take is that I think they win their division for the first time in team history. Yeah. Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, to, having them fucking 29th is, is it's insane. It's insane. 
Okay, let me let me explain. But I do, I do get all those points, and I think I was with you on all those things. Like I thought they were underrated a lot. But I tell you what, I'm I'm not high on them this season. I think there's too much shit going on. I think hanging on to Miles Bridges is a bad thing. He's going to get a contract. He's going to play. I I just do not like him coming in there. And then you've got PJ Washington, who hasn't signed a contract yet. Yeah, just, that that thing's a bit that's a bit odd. I don't think you have your big man rotation. I don't think you guys know what it is for your bigs. Oh, it's it's Mark Williams and the rest. Are you Mark sure? Williams, yeah, hundred percent. Are you sure with your coach of Clifford? Uh, I mean, like he fucking even he must have seen how the defense leapt up after Mark Williams got in the rotation. Yeah. So there was. I was hoping so. There was a there was a weird thing at the end of the season where he was rotating all three guys, and and he even said himself, "This isn't like a, a punishment thing if a guy doesn't play." He was literally rotating three guys, so two would play, one would sit out. So it was Richards, Kai Jones, and Mark Williams. Um. So it was yeah. It was the end of the season was kind of weird, but like. Yeah, I, I don't know with Clifford, but I would I would hope as a great defensive-minded coach, which Clifford is and always yeah. has been, that he would see what Mark Williams brought to the team and go, that's my guy. And then figure mm. out the backup, whether it's Kai or Nick Richards. Yeah. I, I just you... think it's hard. To, uh, sorry, Tony. I just think it's no, hard no. to like put the squad above. Like I get being like above the Pistons and... You know, Pistons, Wizards, but like to go ahead of like, I don't know, you've got them in 14, so you have them better than the Hawks, Nets. Yeah, Heat, Hawks and Mid. Net, you know, Nets and, are still rebuilding. Like they got Michael and what else? The Heat, I, I think the Heat are just not, like they're just going to save themselves to the playoffs. If they get Dame, which they might, like that obviously can change things, but I just think they sort of just make it to the playoffs and then. Because what happens with Jimmy Butler is he puts all on the line and then late in the playoffs, he gets tired and fucks out. And that's what's happened in the last two deep playoff runs for the Heat. So mm. I think they sort of save themselves in the regular season, just get to the playoffs. Mm. I don't know. I've just got too many question marks around like the off-court shit with this team. I, like, yeah, the, I, I guess the thing with that is Miles is still close with everyone on the team. Like it was like what he did. I'm not. I'm not defending it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not defending him at all. I've yeah. been very outspoken. I would have been very sure. happy if they didn't bring him back. Yeah, yeah. But I'll like, back you up on that. He definitely yeah, said like that. he's Lamelo's best friend, which Lamelo's our star player. So that instantly makes Lamelo happy. Lamelo wanted him back from the get go. He was very open about that. Um, you know, the, I think the only guy who sort of would feel sort of fucked over is PJ, who had a bit of a career year, especially in that second half of the season. Mm. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I th- I'm definitely I definitely overrating them, but I think 29th is insane. Like, you've got, a, you've got them below the Spurs. Yeah, I do. That's, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I've got them below the Spurs. That's insane. Just one, one last thing for me is, like, do you have, as I know in the during the draft process, and everyone sort of got on your guys' back about it, but do you have any sort of regret or, or are you quite happy about Brandon Miller? 
Uh, yeah, it's like I, I I was on the scoot. I thought mm. we could have made made it work with Scoot for sure. Mm. Like, you know. Um, that being said, Brandon Miller is what a lot of people have described him as NBA ready defensively, mm. um, which was one of our biggest weaknesses was perimeter defense. Uh, offensively, he could hurt us a bit. Um, I don't think he comes in and starts straight away. Like that's the Clifford way. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I think I think the Brandon Miller thing's going to be overblown until Brandon Miller figures out how to play properly, especially if Scoot comes out the gate hot. Yeah. Uh, but I think the rest of our draft was really good. I think getting Nick Smith Jr. Uh, near the end of the first round was really good. Um, I liked what I saw from Amari Bailey in in the um, in the summer league. Yeah, so is he uh, a more of a two guard? Amari Bailey. Amari. Amari Bailey combo guard. Combo. He, can, he can do both. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a like a he's six five, like a score first kind of guard. I mean, he's like he's what people thought you know, book night would be like, we've got a few guys that are sort of similar. Like even Nick Smith is a bit like that. I think Nick Smith's already better than book night. Yeah. Um, the book night thing too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you one positive that I, I did like you got you guys did. I do like you guys picked up Frankie smokes as a backup. I like yeah, that. Like, yeah. the, the defensive mindset that he can bring as off the bench as well. Like whatever yeah. you say about Frankie smokes, uh, terrific. Defender, I like that move. I like Dennis Smith Jr. better. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm surprised we let Dennis Smith walk. Honestly, I think Dennis Smith Jr. is a, is as good a defender as Frankie Smokes and a better offensive player. Yeah, I, I was surprised yeah, we let Dennis, pers- Dennis Smith personally. walk. Yeah, but I I do think I do think Frankie was a good pick up after Dennis. And yeah. despite um despite the negativity around him, like. If it's just on pure playing ability, like Miles Bridges improves his team. He's a really yeah. good player. Like, you know, I was on his big on his train for years and years and years. You know, Aiden. Um, yeah. And then yeah. obviously what happened, you know, sort of fucked everything up. But, you know, that last season before all that shit happened, you know, 20 points a game, seven rebounds, almost four assists. Like, he will bring something back to the. And just on a positive note too, I think Brandon Miller's been like just about written off already by a lot yeah. of fucking people. Yeah. I think he's getting yeah. severely underrated right here. I think mm. like he's like he's a second pick in the draft. Like let the dude play, man. Like everyone's high on Scoot and just rubbishing the Brandon Miller pick. I think he's become mm. underrated already. Hasn't he played a game? Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just yeah. The more uh, I'm just. I've seen it, I suppose, with the Dragons, with Jack DeBellin and, and the NRL. And mm. just, yeah, I just think, it, and the PJ thing are just two uh, two key pieces for your building around LaMelo, and I just think they've fucked up, both of them. The the PJ thing, I don't, I don't understand why he hasn't come back. I think they're hoping he just takes the qualifying because he is restricted. Mm. They didn't renounce his rights or anything. So I'm, oh, I yeah. guess that's that's what they're hoping for. But um, you know, I, I would have just fucking extended him. I think he's he's played hard every single season. He's improved every season. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Underrated defender, uh, good inside interior player. Like yeah, no, I would I would have extended him by now. Mm. That's 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 the issue I sort of have. Uh, yeah, I think they just maybe tidy up a few <clears throat> bits and pieces, and now maybe the MJ's on his way out and. 
new ownership in there, they can sort of focus a bit more rather than being stuck in this no man's land that like the Pistons were in for a long time. So yeah, yeah. But hey, it, it can change. I'm definitely not going to end up high as you. Maybe I've underrated them a bit, but um, as always, I like to see the Hornets go well. So yeah. <laughs> I just hope they prove me and Twain wrong that it shouldn't be too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, let's that's move crazy. on. That's <laughs> crazy. Can't get over that. You know, unless they tell us what, where you'd rank them, because it'd be interesting. Um, mm. Right, 23rd, just ahead, another East team. We have the Orlando Magic. Where have we rated them? Aiden, you had them 25th. I had them 22nd. Twain, you had them 24th. So I was higher than you guys with the magic um sort of i did these rankings a week ago i sort of want to have them down a little bit to be honest but the magic i mean obviously there's talent across the board bankero franz wagner um wendell carter jr which i'm high on i know aiden you are too yep the only really question marks for me with the Magic is what do they do with this backcourt? And there's mm-hmm. definitely NBA guys in this backcourt, a lot of non-shooting, those similar type players. Isn't that been the problem since, like, for the last five years? Or oh, like, it seems it's, like it. It's just, like, you know, he's the forwards or he's the frontcourt players, but, like, no um, traditional, you know, or like a real good backcourt player to pair with them. Damien Lillard, maybe. <laughs> that would be interesting. Um, yeah, exactly, man. Like, it seems to be their weakness, eh? Like, that was the whole thing. Well, who are the Magic picking a non-shooting power forward, like, for years? Yeah. <laughs> and, hey, um, Jesus fucking Christ. Michael Carter-Williams is, like... He's still on, on the, the team. Roster. Yeah, he's still on the team, man. Like, he's still on the team, isn't he? Or is he gone? Yeah, I've, I've, they, didn't they extend him, like, last season? Yeah. They gave him, like, a two-year contract or something? I think so, yeah. yeah. Then they draft yeah. Anthony Black, who's another same in that same mould, you know, Fultz, Suggs, you know, so, yeah, it's um, it's, it's their weakness. But I think, I think we sort of forget about a guy like Gary Harris, a solid vet that can play and can mm. shoot. So you just sort of put him alongside one of these guys that, right, Fultz, you're our dude. You're our starter. Let's start Fultz. He's shown improvement over the years he's been there. He's getting better and better <clears> each <throat> year. His shot's starting to slowly become come right. And then you just, yeah, you just play the shit out of Bankero, Wagner, Wendell Carter. Like, that's a really great front court lineup. So, yeah, just got to work out that back court. And I, I think they improve again. Mosley's a good coach. Um, bringing in a guy like Ingles is a good good vet mm. to have in there. Um, the Jet Howard picker wasn't too big on. He is a shooter, though, so that fulfills a need. Um, yeah, maybe I think a trade in that backcourt. Maybe, maybe I'm yeah, a shooter. Yeah. Too. I yeah, didn't realise Jet Howard was um, Juwan's son. Yep. Juwan Howard's son. Total different way to the old man. Yeah. I wonder why they look like the facial is quite similar. Yeah. Yeah, I think they do everything opposite. <laughs> like, what is it? <laughs> it's, right like, now uh, it's like like Gary Trent. Yeah, yeah. Guard who shoots and 3 and D sort of type guard. But... And is Jonathan Isaac back? He's back. Yeah, he's, he's back. back. Okay. 
Yeah, I think I was talking to Aiden, might have been the last podcast. I was thinking, well, you could even start Isaac and play Franz at, at the two. At the two, yeah. Just get the defense and the guy that doesn't need the ball. Like, Isaac's off-the-court thing is he's he's pretty fucked up, honestly. But, like, mm. he's, um, yeah, defensive talent is undeniable. So you can go, like, real sort of lengthy defending Think, team. Yeah. Yeah, but again, guys who can score, Franz can score, Paolo can score. Um, Wendell's he's an underrated shooter and and passer. He um I don't I just don't think he gets much of an opportunity in Orlando. Um, yeah, and so you can like sort of go real big with it, or you could if you could go small and you know Paolo center, Franz power forward. Uh, fucking you start like Jet and and Cole Anthony that kind of like there's there's flexibility in this lineup, but I do think maybe consolidating some of this talent like I don't, I don't know what Jalen sucks is I don't I don't think he much I would you, you could move him you pick him or Fultz say right <clears throat> you gotta go with yeah one. and I and I think I think Fultz has been clearly better than Sucks. Right. I don't I don't think it's remotely close yeah but I just see gradual improvement from Ben Kiro playing in this US squad will help him again yeah so yeah magic should be should be decent um Let's move on. One spot ahead of them in the East again. Team that made a bad trade with them, the Chicago Bulls in 22nd. Aiden, you had them 24th. I had them 26th. So I had them below the Pistons and the Magic in my rankings. But above the Horns. Above the Horns, though, still. And uh, Twain had them in 20th. Uh, yeah, Twain, Bulls. Had them a bit higher than me and Aiden. Um, what are your thoughts not, on Bills? Not by much, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. too much. <laughs> um, what are they up to? They, they seem like a team that should just blow the fucking thing up and just go from there. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, they, you know, they're trying to keep this all together. Like I cracked up as a during a free agency or something, and they'll I can't remember who it was, but someone said it was like, oh, Chicago's interest is to keep their big three together i'm like big what? three <laughs> <laughs> like like what are you talking about <laughs> like um caruso yeah, like, <laughs> yeah i have no idea what they're doing doesn't seem very very smart <clears throat> on their end offensively you know they, <clears throat> they've struggled last year you know they find it really hard if the mars not there to put the ball in the bucket um and then yeah the defense is pretty decent. I think in the fifth and defensive rating last year. So Did they? Yeah. Was it that high? Yeah. That is yeah. surprising. Yeah, yeah I one, am one, surprised by that. One 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 point five was the fifth best rating. So. Wow. So, yeah, I was surprised as well. Um, but yeah, offensively though, the the good walkers. Um, yeah, that to me they just seem like a team that doesn't know, like a organization that doesn't know what they're doing. You know, they're in that or oh, they're in that zone of you know, that no man's land where you don't want to be in the NBA, you know, that not good enough to compete mm-hmm. for a title or, you know, the deep playoff run, but not bad enough to, you know, get a top-end draft pick. So, and again, I just don't think Chicago have ever sort of even attempted to try and do a rebuild in the last 10 or 15 years or so. They've always got this idea in their head that, you know, they need to be a playoff team or whatever the case may be. I was like, no, nah, they should have been in the tank years ago but um, yeah i don't know what's going on with the lonzo situation i'm guessing he's out for the whole year yeah, and yeah, possibly out. could retire man forever yeah 
Yeah. Well, so the meaning is like, it's be like it sounds like it could be a career-ending thing. Um, if I was them, I'll try and move to my as fast as possible. He's a free agent next summer. Um, same with Zach uh, Levine. But yeah, like I just don't know what's going to do. What they're doing, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It, they do some weird moves, like signing Tory Craig. Like it's like what? I just yeah. yeah, I don't really get it, man. Like. <laughs> Javon Carter as well. Like, yeah, it's like you've already got Caruso, and yeah. then you just re- you want to play Ao to soon move some minutes, like. Mm. And Vooch gets another two. Like, yeah, I just don't know what they're up to. Too. I mean, I've ranked them lowest out of all of us. I mm. think they're in for a shit year. I think if like Demar's another year on, like man, I think he's had a good run, but man, I, I think the time is is coming for him. Yeah. And man, they need really need to see what they got with Patrick Williams. Like, yeah, make or break time for him. Eh? That is a yeah He's top four, top five pick. You know, hasn't really shown anything of any significant upside as of this moment. Um, but yeah, like, you know, you've got to find out if he can if he can actually play or not. Like, and the only way you can do that is sort of give him you know offensive opportunities, and he's not going to get that if Mooch and the reason is still around. Yeah. If he's the fourth or fifth option, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, might... I can't remember. I can't remember what their pick situation is like. I do think they, well, they fucked up the the Vooch for Wendell Carter trade, mm. and I think they owe them another first. Um, yeah. but I think there's some, can uh, some, yeah. What's uh parameters around that trade? I think like they had protection over somewhere there but i think that, like the times of tank you got like these young guys like uh carlos Bruz's son who's just talked up massively in two years and then there's cooper oh yeah cooper top, flag, top cooper flag. Dude, flag. um yeah he's getting major talk up as well so times the tank man all these other teams are improving in the east but maybe the wizards where we talked about are tanking too like fucking tank it up man you're going nowhere with these guys like demar's yeah, like you might get another one good season out of him, maybe, maybe two if you're really pushing it. And then you say he's a free agent anyway. My like, Vooch is done, man. Like, like he, he can score a bit more. Like he's a crafty vet in that sense. But man, on the other side, man, I've just seen him just get bullied on defense. And it's. He's got nothing on defense. Like, yeah. Nothing. I just, this whole setup of this team is just not good. Like, get, no. get some value back for Levine, get some picks and. Yeah, they. um. Up. They could lose their their next two picks, so their pick this season is owed to the Blazers, but it is top fourteen protected. So if they make the playoffs, the Blazers get their pick. So I guess that's an incentive to tank. Yeah, uh, and and then twenty twenty five, which is when Carlos Boozer's sons are in uh, Cooper Flag. I think he might twenty six. Um, but I the, think he moved up a year. I think. I oh just yeah. Saw that so if, he, if he's ago. if he's twenty five as well, then this is the one the Bulls want to get into. Their pick is top ten protected for the Spurs from the Demar Derozan trade. Okay. Ooh. And then all their all their other firsts they own. So. Okay. Just busted up though, man. That's a yeah. fucking weird looking yeah. roster. Yeah. There's no incentive. They're not winning a title with this quick. Yeah. I don't know. Blow it the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really in middleman territory. Uh, one ahead of them, we'll have a few East teams in a row now. We've got 21st, we've got the Raptors. 
probably a similar situation to the Bulls, but a more defined roster. Um, mm. Probably with better overall talent, but maybe needing to add some pieces. Um, and they could push back up there. Um, obviously, Nick Nurse is gone now, so they can sort of go in another direction with this new um, coach who was from the Memphis Grizzlies assistant. I'm trying to remember his name. Yeah, Roger Kovic. Roger Kovic. Um, oh, the big question is really, uh, which way are they going to try and go with? Are they going to stick with Ananobi and Siakam and add some pieces? Van Vliet's gone. Or are they going to bust it up a bit? I mean, the signing of Schroeder, to me, is sort of like, well, they sort of want to try and win here. That's um, the thought that I'm getting out of it. Judging on Masai's um, past, he's not one to blow it up. Like, he could have blew it up maybe last year or the year before when they were in Tampa. That could have been a... Like, that. remember that trade line deadline where I think it was Lowry was on his way to the Lakers or something? You know, mm. had a prime opportunity, and then he just decided to keep him. And then, obviously, Lowry left as a free agent. Like, Masai is really... He's really hesitant on pulling the trigger on um, rebuilds. Like, even when he was in Denver, he never you know, really rebuilt the roster. Even after um, Mallow left, he sort of just kept retooling it, you know, kept, you know, fine-tuning it. So that's always been his thing, never been a rebuild type of guy. Yeah, I agree. I think they push it. I think I think Barnes is going to have a bounce back here. So, I'm a, I, so I had them 17th, um, Aiden, you had them 23rd, Twain, you had them 21st. I think they push it. I think like picking up Jalen McDaniels sneakily there was really good. Mm, and I think Brady yeah. Dick's gonna be a like if he's just he can sort of work around these other other guys and just fucking jack some threes up, I think he'll be pretty good off the bench. And um I think this opens up a bit more opportunity for Gary Trent too, who I who I rate. So yeah, the Schroeder thing um a bit questionable about, but he had some really good moments in the playoffs um for the Lakers. So he he's coming to replace Van Vliet and brings a different style to this team. Um, Does he though? Because like I remember reading something the other day that they've been, you know, they want to install Barnes as a point guard. Yeah, Scotty, Scotty starting yeah. point from what I hear. Yeah. Okay, I never saw that. Well, I do yeah. like that because I think mm. that's more ball the better. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think, think he played a bit of point last season when Van Vliet was out. I believe mm. they started Scotty at the. Yeah, I like it. Just go go all in on your big, your big lanky defenders and yeah, and use that. And Schroeder is maybe the sixth man. Like you could go like Bahans, McDaniel's, Trent, Siakam, and OG. They got a weird fucking team. Like they're just like long, just random. Yeah, lengthy defenders, lengthy, lengthy defenders wing defenders can switch on defense. Uh, what they should be doing, um, I think, also too having a. Maybe hearing the same voice over and over again with Nurse maybe got you know gives him you know up the wall a bit because apparently he was a bit of a Tom Thibodeau type coach where everything's my way or the highway and he's a bit a of centric too. Yeah, uh, maybe a new voice in in the building might help them you know get back onto what they were doing because I think it was the year before they were really really good. Mm. Yeah, I think that Tampa that year when they had to play in Tampa and everyone was back in back to normal, but they were sort of out a bit, sort of threw them off, I think. Mm. And with Lowry not there, I think that losing Lowry was a big big thing for this team. He he was their heart and soul. Great. So, 
yeah, I, I see them trying to push up a bit more. Maybe they could trade OG or something and get back some really good value. I think they get back good value if they do end up trading Siakam or OG. Yeah. Siakam has said, he, um, yeah, he, he said he doesn't want to go anywhere. Yeah, his best mate said, Hurtle. Yeah, he said he wouldn't sign an extension with anyone that traded for him. Mm. Wants to stick in Toronto. People were saying he's going to be the first player to force his way on to the team that he plays for. <laughs> Good on him. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm always been higher on Siakam. Yeah. But, and it's he, kind of refreshing in, in this, this day and age where people want you know force their way out. Harden. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Dane. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, forcing his way to and, stay. Yeah. Set in a trend. All right, well, let's move out of the East finally. We had quite four East teams in a row. Let's go back to the West. Man, this, like, to me, this was hard putting this team, placing this team. I think they've got a higher ceiling and a, and a freaking low floor, too, if things can I go guess? wrong. Can I guess? Go. Can I guess? Yeah. Okay, it's one of two. Are they in the Southwest Division? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to say Dallas. Yeah, it's Dallas. It's yeah. the Mavericks. Um, in 20th, I had them 19th. Aiden, you had them 22nd. Twain, you had them Mavs and 17th. So we're pretty close. About the, you know, you know in that mid-pack. Um, <laughs> do, you, are you guys, do you guys agree, like, it could, like, turn to absolute shit? It's Absolutely, the it's the Kyrie <laughs> Irving effect. Yeah, yeah well, what will he do? It's not only just that too. It's the fact that fuck, are they going to be able to stop anybody? Like, who's the who's the defender on this? Like, Kyrie Grant Williams. The... It's Grant Williams. Yeah, yeah well... that is, that's that's exactly why they brought in Grant Williams. <laughs> <laughs> they needed so... someone. We're like, fuck, is there anybody who can do it? Kleber's underrated, I think. Kleber back yeah. healthy. He's he's yeah. Is it, he's he's getting a bit. Although he's got beef with uh, Dennis Schroeder too. Um, yeah, I was gonna say he's getting a little bit older, old Cleaver. But yeah, if he's if he's healthy, he's he's valuable. Has he it's got beef funny, with I'm... Schroeder? His German. Yeah, that's what's gonna Yeah, he what's he dropped he dropped out of the World Cup because he's like, I want to work on on my game or something. And Schroeder's like, what game? <laughs> so, so Maxi so Maxi Cleaver just like dropped out. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. Schroeder, Schroeder has since apologized, but yeah, still. What game? Oh, yeah, that's pretty funny. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I just thought he he um, dropped out because he just come back off injury, but. Nah, it was the Schroeder thing. Yeah, awesome. I like a bit of beef in the fucking between teams. Yeah, it's man. It, if Corey pisses off Luca, like this could really yeah. fucking turn. Yeah, down. yeah. I really do not like this team. I like no. the pickup of Rashawn Holmes. I like that. Not getting yeah. the minutes now in, in the Sacramento. So um this Derek Lively guy, I'm not I think he's more of a prospect than anything. He's he's raw, but I, I like the idea of him. So he can shoot right. He's a bit of a wise he's, man type guy, isn't he? He can he can hit corner threes he, in the in the combine or whatever it's called he hit like 18 corner threes in a row something like that mm. um and yeah like tall can block shots like should be a very good rim protector um you know but 
they've also got Jason Kidd as their coach. Yeah. And and their wing depth, like there's gonna be a lot of pressure yeah. on Josh Green here, I think. Josh Green and yeah. Grant Williams might get a lot of time. And um yeah, I don't I don't know, it just doesn't excite me this team. And fucking no. who knows what we get out of Corey. Who knows? Even Corey won't won't even know. Mm. Like we don't know if this no. combination works between them. Um I mean, I've got a I've got a long-standing theory about Kyrie, is that he'll he'll fall in line until people stop talking about him, and then he'll do some shit to make people talk about him. Just the attention. Yeah. Attention seeker. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative, as long as people are talking about him. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's he's always been talked about this dude. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, Twain. What are your thoughts on the Mavs, man? Like they're rubbish. <laughs> Should we actually like, have rated them lower? <laughs> I, I yeah, nearly did. Coming around to the fact that, you know, I've just like, oh shit, maybe I should have had them a little bit lower than you guys. But yeah, no, nah, I think they're going to be absolute crap, like on defense. And then are they officially going to be on Super Watch now? Like, so if it goes like you guys reckon, like if it's going to be shit and whatnot, you know, Luke ain't going to be too happy. And then, you know, I'll. You know, the rumors start popping out if he wants to leave and whatnot. So, you like, like the spectrum between them having an okay season and them having a dog shit season, you know, the, the variance is quite high. Yeah, I think so. Um, on, a, on a side note, um, they might have the most interesting um, group of assistant coaches that I've seen an NBA team have. Yeah, like, who, who, who do they have? They've got Daryl Armstrong. Yeah. Um, Jared Dudley. Oh, Dudley's assistant there now, yeah. Kirsty Tolliver, who was a WNBA All-Star. Yes. And finally, God Sham God. God oh, Sham God. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pistons that, legend. Yeah, like, you know, they've got the most interesting group of um, assistant coaches that I've ever come across. So that I'm just looking at their roster now. I'm like, oh. That is a pretty cool... Um, yeah, pretty cool list, um, to be honest. Um, but yeah, like you guys say, the, the roster looks. Does it mean that the roster look a little bit old as well? Like, Tim Hardaway and uh, Kleber, McGee, McGee. Uh, yeah, just uh, Dante Exum's on this roster. Right? Oh yes, I, did, I mean did see that. Seth, Seth, Seth Curry. Yeah, Seth Curry. Like, there's a lot of. You know, sneaky old guys on this roster too. So like, if it even goes, Rashawn Rashawn Holmes is about to ten. Yeah, I think he, what they're lacking is like a young guy. You know, other than well, obviously Luca, but we won't count mm. Luca. Mm. But other than Josh Green, there's no really like a good young guy on the up. Ah, mm. uh, Jaden Hardy could be that. Mm. Oh, I see him more he, like uh, a he could Clarkson, be. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, you might you might be right. There. Yeah, he's not my type of player that I like. He's like a Cam Thomas, you know. But yeah, we'll wait and see. Yeah, it's they're going to be interesting to watch too to see what happens because it could be a shit show. Mm. Right, we move back to the East. In nineteen, we have the Brooklyn Nets. I had them twentieth. Aiden, you had them seventeenth. Twain, you had them nineteenth. Spot on 19th. Do we need to say much here about the Nets? We all had them roughly around the same. Uh, uh, Mikhail Bridges, 
All you can say is yeah. it's a Ben Simmons comeback season. Have you seen it? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I, I'm just waiting for that fucking the the gym the the pickup game video. Oh, it's already coming. It's coming. It's already coming. Oh, it's been released. It's been released. Is it? Yeah, I yeah. seen the like the the photo of him like you know all worked out, and I seen a couple of posts like yeah he's back he's back. I ain't seen <laughs> the actual shoot around video yet though. Yeah, um, yeah. It's... They've got plenty of good players. They just need some need some bigs. Like they like they signed Lonnie Walker. They signed Dennis Smith. Like they've got really they've got good NBA players. Like those dudes are good backups. You know to to you, um, Bridges and Cam Johnson, Dorian Finney-Smith, they're all Dinwiddie. You know, they're good players. They just um, they just need some bigs, a couple of bigs there. So maybe they can trade for a big or two and um, get rid of fucking someone. Get them off your fucking team. It's funny that you've brought that up, how you said, oh, they've brought some key people on because I'm looking at um, their NBA.com's, like, team, you know, ranking thing that's got on here. And on key editions, it's got non-applicable. <laughs> yeah. And their departures, it says here, was their best shooters. Yeah, that's cold to Brooklyn. Well, Joe Harris, but he didn't even play. So Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a good squad. They're going to win some games. Mikhail Bridges, if he can get up to the next level. Um, yeah, I think, I think that'll be good. They'll win, they'll win some games. Claxton had a very good season too. I just think they need some other depth around him. Like you can't rely on him that much. Like, why aren't they running Ben as like a backup center? It so, makes the most sense. Probably because he wants to be the point guard. I don't know. I don't like, care. Let him, let him fucking play like Jokic then, but like have him defending the paint. Mm. I just get him. Just get him off my team. I yeah, just wouldn't I mean, want that, him on there. Just yeah, I don't I, care. I agree with that. Yeah. Because of anything else, like with Ben, he's always been a terrific defender. Like mm. always, like no matter yep. what, he's always been a great defender. But like, yeah, fuck. At this point, like again, we're talking about guys make or break. This is this has got to be it. Um, like if it after yep. this, if there's nothing, if he doesn't show any sort of promise or upside or get back to what he was, you know, when he was making All NBA with the Sixers, like. You know, fucking, it's going to be minimum contracts for him for the rest of his career. Yep. Yeah, I think there's just so much talent out there now in the NBA that you just don't need to put up with shit kickers anymore. Mm-hmm. Just get, oh, to me, I'm just like, I'm trading you for like whatever I can. I just well, don't want the, guys like that on your roster. The, the issue with Ben Simmons is, I think, yeah. Ben Simmons makes 40 mil. That's, it's hard to, like, you have to take back like a long contract. I'll do it. No, like if 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 like the Bulls were like, yo, we need to get off of Levine's contract because Ben oh. Simmons is expiring. Like the Nets would jump on that, even if the fit's not quite right. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll jump on that. But but there's not many other like players that you can make it work with money wise. I don't reckon. Oh, you could find some guys. I reckon. Yeah, Tobias I mean, Harris, yeah. Philly. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> hey, Joel, I know we pissed you off. Hey, by, they need a by not bringing James guys. back, but uh, yeah, have been back. How's, how's about him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your second favorite dude, Daryl. Um, all right, let's move on. Um, 
in a team. We're another East team. A lot of East teams in this mid part of the yeah our rankings. Um, 18th we have the Atlanta Hawks. I think we all had them roughly around this area again. Yeah, Aiden, you had 16. I had them 21st. So I had them under the Nets and Mavs. And Twain, you had them 18th. So all around that, oh, they, we had them 18th. So, yeah, Aiden, you had them a little higher with the Hawks. Um, do we need to go over too much here with them? Traded away Collins um, or Jack shit, but Yeah, I, I think just um, they finally move on from Collins. Uh, opens up some time. Sadiq Bay, Jalen Johnson as well as a guy who's been sort of just sitting on the bench hoping to get some minutes. Uh, they, like they've got guys like if DeAndre Hunter can stay healthy. Um, I really, really like AJ Griffin. I think he can be a very yeah. good player. Um, I like a Kongwu. Um, yeah. So I, I they've they've got pieces. Uh, Quinn Snyder, full season under Quinn Snyder would help as well. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're sort of middle of the pack for me, honestly. I, I still don't, I'm not high on the trade DeJounte fit, but yeah, they they could win some games. Yeah, Twain, I know you haven't been a big fan of the Hawks the last few years, even though I probably overachieved um, two years ago. But uh, do, you, do you think like trading away Collins, are they sort of trying to get an identity here around Trey? Can Trey change his game a bit to play a bit more like actually play like Steph Curry rather than just a dominant ball handler that doesn't do anything else. I think the next thing probably for them, like, because I'm a big um, Onika Okongwu fan, like, they've got to find a way to move Capella next thing. Yeah, that next move they should try and move off and then, you know, just have a really young athletic team because, like, it would be nice to have a team that played with a bit of, bit more pace um with with this with Trey Young and that. But yeah, like like you said, they need someone to get him to play off ball and maybe the Quinn Snyder system, you know, a full year into the a full off season into that system, installing it will help him be a bit more, you know, off ball than what than what he's been used to. But then, you know, bad habits die hard. Like look at, you know, James Harden and, you know, guys that, you know, dribble the air out of the ball, you know can't get through or defences are breaking them down, they just revert back to old habits. So unfortunately I think he's just gonna be one of those guys going forward. Where you know, just you know, four guys standing around and everyone just watch me dribble. Mm. Yeah, no, you don't want that. Um if your connection was just cutting out a little bit there, bro. So if you hopefully yeah. it's all good. Um Yeah. Yeah, they're just a mere sort of team, eh? <laughs> I like mm. I like like they I like opening up the minutes for Hunter and, and Bay by moving Collins on and um, mm. see what they can do, along with AJ Griffin too, Adam, as you said. But, uh, yeah, I think just this whole thing relies on how much Snyder can get through to Trey Young and um, get him to play more like Steph, mm. especially the off-ball stuff. Because he's got to make up for how bad he is defensively. And I know DeJounte was... Supposed to help with that, but he's still, you know, the teams will find ways to target Trey still, and I think mm-hmm. it's really up to him of how far. Like I, that villain Trey going to Madison Square Garden, you know, that was awesome. Let's see yeah. some more of that. <clears throat> let's see a bit of that. Mm-hmm. I like this team more. Um, right, let's move on. Another East team surprise. Seventeenth, uh, we have the Indiana Pacers, and I think we've all ranked 
this team up a bit more. Um, yeah, Aiden, you had them quite high here, 13, so ahead of your Hornets. Mm-hmm. Um, I had them 15. Um, Twain, you had them put the lowest out of us, 23rd. Um, man, I'm high on the paces. Um, so, Aiden, you're in the same boat as me. Twain, what mm. probably you had, you had like the Jazz, the Bulls, Hawks, Nets above the paces, whereas me and Aiden were the other way around. Mm. Um, do you see what sort of your weaknesses you see from them or areas where they can improve? Whereas, um, man, Aiden, yeah. I'm just, you know, small move, obviously, but. I don't like them losing Chris Duarte. I think he was a pretty decent, you know, rotational player for them, even though they picked up, you know, Bruce Brown, you know, championship winning caliber player, probably offsets that. Um, Obi Toppin will be a pretty decent, you know, forward for them as well. But I don't know. I just, yeah, I just, I don't bad defensively. <laughs> and like, maybe that's just, you know, a bit of stink left over, similar to what happened with the Pistons um, with their ranking with me. It's just like, I just don't like teams that give up that many points like the same sort of deal like every game I watch them Halliburton's putting up you know ridiculous numbers but then you check on the other end you know they're giving up 100 to 130 um, just again no identity no you know yeah I know Miles Turner's there. he was injured for that last yeah. know, back end of the, the season second, so half, probably, second half of the season I think it was he probably improves that a lot, and then probably Bruce Brown comes in and helps with that as well um, but yeah I just bad defensively you know just some of the moves that they made it's you know yeah i don't see much of that that you know that's going to change life for the for me yeah uh, yeah i'm quite different here on that i think the i think they improved their defense a lot rick kyle rick kyle there again like i think he's sort of he's a really good coach for this team like getting in like and their rookie jarris walker very good on defense too i like to me i like well, Turner back there, who is a great defender. Bruce Brown, great defender. But Bruce Brown's going to start for this team. And then you can either have and Buddy Heald and Halliburton. To me, I, I just, I really like this setup. Like Ben Matherin can be your sixth man and just come in mm. and score. I think he, he dropped off last season. He sort of had a bit of a rookie slump to the, to the end of his rookie year. But, uh, and I like, I like taking a punt on Obi. Like just a couple of second round picks. Isaiah Jackson's flashed some good points too. I, I just really like the setup of this team with Halliburton mm. running it. Um and they still hang on to Heald and Turner after all that speculation. I just think if these guys are healthy, I think their trajectory is going forward. Like it's it's on the way up. Like Bruce Brown is a perfect complementary player to have around these guys. I think I just like the dynamic between these players on this roster now like but if turner like for example if turner goes down again and injury then they're in trouble so there's there's going to be a lot of pressure on turner so that they'll probably maybe look for another big veteran big to, that they could bring in if like they're winning a lot of games and they could oh shit yeah we are on the right track and we can make a push maybe they try and get another vet big but i oh, like like nemhard had a good really good rookie season um yeah bringing in jarris walker the rookie who they um got an eight spot there. I think that was a really good pickup. So I just really like the setup of this team, man. And Carlo mm. too. Just yeah, I do, and I don't like it because I don't like the paces. But I, I like like all the players on the squad, which is sort of annoying. Um, yeah, 
Aiden, were you you're sort of similar to me, I think, on the paces. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I think Nempard's had a pretty season last year. Um I would start Jerace straight away. I really liked what I saw of him in Summer League. He he does a bit of everything. He's like he'll get the rebound and then just bring the ball up straight away. Mm. He'll he'll push it. Um him, he's got some good shot blocking potential. So having Turner there to defend the paint and Jerace just fucking roaming. Uh, sort of like what Serge Barker used to do back in OKC with mm. um, when they had Kendrick Perkins there guarding the paint. Uh, it sort of takes me back to that. So I, I quite like that. Um, yeah, Buddy Heel, really underrated shooter. People bring him up when they bring up great shooters. He's like, apart from if your last name's Curry, I think he's hit the most threes in the last yep. like 10 seasons or something stupid. It's Curry, like, Clay, and him. Yeah. Uh, the other three. Like, and he's the one that never gets mentioned. Um. Yeah. So I mean, Halliburton's going to take another leap. Uh. Yeah. No. I, I like. I like the squad. Um. And yeah. Uh. Rick Carlisle, very good coach. One of the best in the league. Yeah. So yeah, should be a playoff team, I think. Right. Sixteenth, Timberwolves. Um. Twain, you had them in sixteenth. I had them in sixteenth. Aiden, you had them in eighteenth. It's right in that same spot. Probably in the play-in again. Um, what? Yeah, do we need to, what? Do we really need to talk about with the Timberwolves here? Uh, I I want to see Ant take another leap. Um, I'm hearing that he's his defense and the Team USA scrimmages and practice and all that shit. His defense has been his real focus. So if he can come in as a top scorer and a legit defender, then I could see Minnesota climbing a bit. Even if Cat is a fucking dick. Moron. Yeah. Surprisingly, they finished in the top 10 for defensive rating last year. I guess that's just yeah. down to Jaden McDaniels, Rudy Gobert. McDan- Mc- yeah. Mc- McDaniels, very underrated defender. Um, yeah. Pace was seventh as well. That's quite surprising given that, you know, they got two, you know, lumbering bigs up and down the yeah. court like that. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. I've just never been a big fan of Cat. Like even before, even no. though you said about the US, um, yeah, the US practices, I saw a video of him in the off season. He's working on step back threes, and I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> like just no. Okay, like the shooting is one of your links already. You don't need to con shooting. Like you're fucking best, probably best center shooter in the game. Um, work on the other things that you you know regresses that your defense, passing, whatever it is, posters. And yeah, he just I don't know, he seems a bit oblivious to me. Yeah, um, he's a yeah. delusional type player. Yeah, yeah. Delusion word delusional. <laughs> um yeah. not too sure. Uh, they gave Nas Reed a forty two million dollar deal as well. Um and you know, usually when you give that kind of money out, you know, you envision that person playing alongside your you know, your core group and mm. Reed can't sort of play in a lineup where Bear and Cat are in that lineup together. So I'm not yeah, sure run them at the three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smart way to spend your cap space. I, I think, think they sort of yeah. have to trade Cat, eh, honestly. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to yeah. say that too. Yeah, it's getting to that point that, um, and just let Anthony Edwards be the yeah, be the, the guy. main guy. Yeah, uh, the trade market wouldn't be hard to find for a, a center like Cat, so. I'm sure they'll find something for him. But yeah, that's where I'm sort of leaning to that they have to move him on at some point. 
Yeah, but like they've got like Ant Man, he's he's really good and improving. Um, and they've got good pieces like Jaden McDaniels, you know, and for all the rubbish that Gobier got in that trade, which was rightly so. I mean, he's still a good defender mm. as as a big man, way overpaid, obviously, but still a good defender. So they they've got good enough pieces. It's what can they do? Like, can they trade Cat that for a better fitting star type player, like? Like another wing or something like that, and, and you know the addition of Conley too was actually a really nice pickup for them. He he was mm. really good for for Anthony mm. Edwards, and um, Lena and Miller for... second round pick. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say he was a good addition for Gobert as well. Yes, true. Actually, yeah. actually, roll, Gobert yeah. like involved in the offense. Yeah, catch some passes and finish. So yeah, it. Uh, they're not good enough to be up with these top teams, but they're definitely better than the lower-ranked West teams. It's just I don't think they've done enough Yeah. go up another level, which is getting like harder Ant, and harder, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ant's going to have to take a major leap for that. Yeah, he's have to, he has to go to a top-10 type player, mm. which, you know, is an out-of-the-realms of possibility, but it yeah. will be hard. Some good, good talent. <laughs> Thank you.